Welcome back all. Just wanted to give a nice little intro for part two of this Spirituality is Political episode. Again, if you haven't already, if you skipped ahead, there is the part one of this incredible conversation with Nicole and I available now on the feed. So be sure to check that out. But without further ado, let's get back into it. Love ya. understanding the three pillars of capitalism really which there's so many but capitalism really is based on competition consumption and self-esteem and self-esteem is particularly geared towards possession worth right so competition consumption self-esteem and i think you hit it perfectly where you now spiritual solutions are commodified and often retreats and books and workshops are touted as the solution rather Mm. than centering the person and their commitment to healing as the primary catalyst for growth. Because we all know, again, it's not saying the retreats are bad. It's not saying the books are unhelpful. It's not saying, but the fact that they're being touted as, oh, you can't ascend or you can't be spiritual without this, or you can't heal this Mm -hmm. part without this. It's, it's no, 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 even even in that way, even the language around that is saying you need this in order to get what you want. You need something outside of you. Again, not mm-hmm. saying that's not helpful, but it's that need. It's that it's also that competition is, oh, if you want to do this, you know, if you want to be up top, if you want to increase your productivity, if you want to increase your connection more than others, others might not do it, but you can't. And that's all that's another pillar of of capitalism is just the hyper individualism of it is you can be the best and you can ascend and the hierarchy of it and that's that's another whole thing of religion and what we were built off of there's always been this hierarchy of what religion catholicism has always been on top essentially and it's that has this this is something else that was blowing my mind just conceptualizing which i've thought of it before but thinking of how religions have always been a hierarchy and there's been accepted religions and then there's been the indigenous practices and religions that have been completely erased and now after centuries of utilizing religion and spirituality to push personal agendas we're now in a reality of everything just being this big fat dumpster fire and the only way (laughs) the only way to true salvation is to utilize the way that indigenous people honor and protect this land. Mm. How's that for fucking, what is the word? Irony. How about them apples? Is is that what you're looking at? How about (laughs) them apples? The only way to true salvation. I was just journaling about it and then those words came out and I was like, how fucking funny is that? That right now we are in a predicament, especially here in the United States where we have forest fires that are burning down the entire West Coast that are truly related to the fact that the indigenous people no longer protect and are in control of the land that they own, once owned. Mm -hmm. And now the only way to true salvation, which is a line that has been used by so many missionaries, so many colonizers, so many people who weren't even those people, but the only way to true salvation is to utilize the things that we tried to erase while yep. utilizing that, and that same tra- line. And that we're trying to reclaim and now sell to people. Yes. For profit. That's 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 the part of it is that we're saying, oh, now 
we've we've gained the ancient the ancient healing powers of ayahuasca and it's like bitch they've that's been a that's been a why are you selling this to me like you even own it exactly you shouldn't even be doing it yeah, capitalism, especially spiritual, is selling us things that we never even owned <laughs> and that they don't own. It's exactly. What, how did this happen? But this goes under something that also blew my mind was talking about spirituality and capitalism. And John uh, Miltmore talks about how spiritual cultures will thrive under capitalism because they will embrace a powerful idea that work is spiritual. Mm. And the author of McMindfulness, he talks about how uh, mindfulness became the new capitalistic spirituality. He says mindfulness is so market friendly because it appeals to the highly individualistic entrepreneurial ethos. It's all about me and self-improvement. It's thriving in a culture of narcissism. The focus is firmly on delivering a more happy self. And, and the fucked up part they're talking about, it squarely places the responsibility of being happy within the individual themselves, rather than taking into account all the systematic structural aspects of society that are causing the cultural malaise that has so many people flocking to the wellness industry for answers anyway. It's mm -hmm. a cat it chasing its tail. It's, oh, so now it's my fault I'm unhappy. So now I have to go on this retreat and I have to do all of this work to heal. And I have to pay all this money to get there. And I have to pay, I have to pay this money to heal this thing, this problem that y'all created that is still happening for other people. That y'all are perpetuating as well here trying that to sell me this shit. That y'all are perpetuating. And that's where it's, I know if everybody needs to take a break, a uh, breath right now. I need a breath. I get it. But that's how deep this goes. And that's why, again, we are moving from milk to solid foods right now. And the things that before we could ignore, no, it's time to get into it and understand, wow, wait, my, again, mindfulness, beautiful. An another spiritual practice that was not the Western cultures. Another spiritual practice that's now being touted as, oh, mindfulness programs in Google and they pay for this and they do this. Like, yeah, bitch, because Google is working you to your bone. So now they're having to add in all of these other things. So you're more happy to continue working to the bone, essentially, mm. rather than understanding maybe to actually give you more time off or to pay you in a way that you can afford or whatever company it is and whatever format. And mm -hmm. there's this whole, again, went deep into workplace spirituality being the framework of organizational values in this culture that promotes employees experience of transcendence through the work process. So essentially to go quick, it's, it's brainwashing you to be like, oh, okay. Yeah. Spirituality. Yeah. Yeah. So now spirituality is cool. Oh, people want to find oneness. People want happiness. Okay. So we're going to fit this into their work so that they can, we can inherently say, oh, I, the way that I have my mindfulness program is now through work. So I have to go to work to do these mindfulness programs and to do these interpersonal and to do all of this stuff through work, through my workplace. That's how I find spirituality. Again, it's mm. saying, oh, we're going to facilitate this and you need this program here so that again, you're, if you are invested in your spirituality, now you're invested even more in your workplace. And, and like, it's just good on, yeah, it's, you're, you're climbing that ladder. You've reached. Exactly. And now you're climbing the ladder of your workplace because you're participating in all of these things and, oh, and you're more invested. And again, not saying that you yourself and your intentions are bad, but it's understanding the systems that which you are part of and how, and not saying everything's manipulating you, but 
a lot of things are in our world right now. And it's, that's why it's so important to really understand when we talk about in our boundaries episode, understand where you end and where the world begins. And Mm -hmm. it, it also goes into talking about when talking about capitalism, that many well-known, it says many well-known psychological theories would seemingly agree that the individualistic and consumeristic desires often encouraged by capitalism oppose those for generosity and generativity. And generativity basically they explain Mm -hmm. as like, you can think of altruism, of caring about, of caring about people outside of yourself. And, and, but I, I love, again, this connection, they say some would view these different types of desires. So individualistic and consumeristic desires and generosity and generativity as indicative of different levels of maturity. Mm. And, and so they say psychologists, they typically hold that healthy development involves movement from a strong concern for one's own self-interest towards social interest or generativity or care for the world. So in even moving outside of capitalism, when you look at psychological development of someone, there's research time and time again, that infancy in your development is a strong concern for your self-interest and a maturity is an interest in, in the social, in the whole of humanity that, that you play a part of. And so mm-hmm. I, I, and there's all the research that again, we'll add in, but it's, I literally went on scientific journals and and they did all of the all of the quantitative and qualitative research and had all of the measures and it was what we found human values most consistent with capitalism i.e self-interest financial success competition consumption etc and the values and aims of spirituality what we believe spirituality is altruism benevolence generativity oppose each other blank Mm -hmm. done Hmm. yeah so they oppose each other. So that's where it's saying, but inherently we're telling you that the spirituality we know right now is very much connected to capitalism. So what do we do about that? Well, we start to understand that spirituality is political, that spirituality and politics are not worlds apart. They are one in each other. And I think it's important to go back to what does politics mean? Politics is the activity of voluntarily joining with others to create, sustain, defend, and renew the polis. And the polis can be the neighborhood, the nation, or the world community. And this is from Raleigh Smith. Mm -hmm. They say, spirituality is the exercise of growing the human soul and good politics require and foster high spirituality so that soul Mm. growing and polis building are interdependent boom done honestly i was about to just put that quote spiritual is political and my and my and my man raleigh smith boom they said it done boom i'm learning currently a lot about archetypes i'm reading sacred contracts by caroline mace right now and So what is coming to me right now, like good politics require and foster high spirituality. If you bring in the archetype of a king and a queen, which are such high politicians, and also mm-hmm. in, I, I'm on this, watching Rain has just like really brought this all to my attention of just how this was a huge part of the foundations of the building in this world. And 
yeah. kings and queens were off not only political, but they were also religious and spiritual. And there was this connection of the succession of who was to rule was essentially guided by God because who was born next was meant to be born next. And as things became tainted and manipulated and used for one's own agenda and so forth, good politics no longer was happening. So it didn't foster high spirituality anymore. When there is bad politics, which we're in the midst of right now and have been for centuries, we're no longer fostering high spirituality. We're actually diminishing our ability to be highly spiritual because we're being, it's not good politics, it's bad politics. It's not trying to renew the polis, but it's actually trying to, again, push along a secret agenda, a personal agenda, whether that's connected to money or wealth or fame or whatever it is. And so it's just, I I really, really like that quote from Raleigh Smith because it's good politics it requires good politics require and foster high spirituality. And when we can, again, align those two or get out of capitalism, away from capitalism and align ourselves with the values of spirituality, which is altruism, benevolence and generativity. That's also what brings in that true king and queen archetype of Mm. the king and queen are working for their realm. They're not, they're meant to be working for their realm. They're not supposed to be working for their, their family's fortune and growth. Although that was essentially the truth of it, but the archetypal Mm -hmm. energy, the, the real truth of it is to be able to bring in good politics, to work for the highest good of all the whole realm of the whole entire world and connect with these people. And it's just, yeah. I'm okay. Yeah. It's a little overwhelming to think of how long this yeah. has gone on and to think of how much work needs to be switched and it's okay, but this is, we're doing the work together here and like okay. identifying all of these little nitty gritty things. And that's the thing is in, for us to do the work effectively, that's where I feel a key part of it is understanding at least for the spiritual community or those who Uh, are on their own spiritual journey, it's understanding that spirituality is innately political. And that, especially in the US, especially at this, especially at this time with the election coming up, it's we are understanding that the people that are um, supposed to be serving us do not have our best in mind for the most part, let's be honest, for the most part, nobody's ecstatic about (laughs) any option. Or I'll mm-hmm. speak about myself. Um, not ecstatic about every option, but that it it's okay for us to say, okay, this is the best we have now. You know, please vote. This is the best we have now. But understand that nothing's going to change unless we change it. Again, we are on this earth for a reason. And if there's anything on your purpose, it's like, how can I impact this humanity for good using my own personal expression of my soul and my heart space and yes love and and all of that in unity but also justice comes with that and understanding that we are the ones that are ruling ourselves and we are the ones that yes we might be forced our hands to to pick other people that make decisions based on us but there's a lot of other decisions that we can make for ourselves that is separate from the government and these other ruling parties and I think that is where just to to close because again this is Oh, I feel this topic, we 
we've sparked a lot of little things and I don't know totally. if it feels as complete as I as I might have liked but that's it's perfect it's perfect as it is, it is because I think this is honest this is us honestly being like what the fuck what <laughs> what but I think again <laughs> this is hopefully a start for everybody else to do their own research and get deeper into this but for me and I'm speaking for me to label yourself and devote yourself to spirituality I feel you must be working towards the liberation of all. And one of the most influential ways to do that in the actual world is by taking political action right now to renew the polis and, and grow the whole of humanity's soul. And I will mm. say too, as a, an American living abroad, like just to send a voice to this, the, sh the decisions that the American people will make during this election is going to impact the entire world. I need people to understand this. The Danes here and people are, oof, they are waiting for November 3rd, just like all of us, because they know, they know that it's going to have such a huge impact on the global climate, and also the global climate in general, but the actual global climate of justice and what is happening for civil rights. Like the world is looking at America right now. I'm getting a little emotional to, and I think that's what is so, it hurts me to see people bowing out and being like, oh, that's not my fight. When I'm like, there are so many lives that you might never understand are gonna be touched by the decisions that you are making right now or not making. Mm. And so mm -hmm. that's where, ask yourself, who are you serving now? What, what is the higher purpose of being spiritual for you? Is it your own happiness, security, and well-being? Is it for something more? And if it's for something more, what is it for? And and, and more importantly, who is it all for? Your mm. community, your family, people who look, act, and speak like you, people who can afford your services, people who just live in your center, people who agree with you, or all, or truly all. Mm. And I, I'm so blessed. Again, I will continue, continue putting their names on high girl track because I listened to the most incredible episode today of their spiritual warrior black history bootcamp. And, and today's they were talking about Colin Kaepernick. And again, say what you will, but please listen to that episode. It was, it was so powerful for the Colin Kaepernick story, but so many other lessons in it. But this is, I think, a perfect way to end this topic and this episode and the call to action morgan of girl trek said it perfectly and and this quote they talk about is choosing integrity over popularity and that mm. is actually a quote from an incredibly powerful speech from the mother of mario wood who was this young black man who was killed by five san francisco police officers and who's actually the real one of the real catalysts of why colin kaepernick was kneeling because he was from the same community as him. Mm. So again, let's look at the history, but Morgan talks about how she's mulling over, you know, choosing integrity over popularity. And she was saying for herself, she was like, I want to act bolder around taking actions out of integrity and for integrity. And the question she posed to, to that community, and I'm going to pose to you is saying, what do you actually believe about yourself? What do you actually believe about our community, your community? What do you actually believe about black people, indigenous people, people of color, minorities? What, what do you actually believe about them? And, and in your heart, and are you acting in that way? Does your job reflect that? 
Does your leisure time reflect that? Does your partner reflect that? All of the decisions and choices that you have, are you actually acting and angling towards integrity or are you angling towards popularity and likability? I literally was, I stopped on my walk. I was like, holy, that's the question. Those are the questions to ask is like, we all have different positions. We all have different origin stories. We all have a different place for a reason. And what we can control with our spirituality and our healing that will also inherently impact the community and the world that we are hopefully all trying to serve is are we angling these actions and are we, are we mindfully making the choices and building the world and taking the actions that are angled towards integrity, that are angled towards justice and not just angled towards popularity or likability or fame or what, where is our heart? Where is our alignment? Where are our actions really taking us? And what is the motivation mm -hmm. behind them? Yes. Mm, and I think integrity is such a major, integrity, accountability, huge things that get swept under the rug when it comes to spirituality for some reason or yeah. has been swept yeah. under the rug. It's, oh, well, we can just say this because, you know, spirituality, whatever. That's my truth. I'm living in my truth. It's a bitch. Mm -hmm. Well, your truth is hurting people. So you can live in all your truth you want, but you have to you also suck. understand when <laughs> you suck plainly. No, but that's the thing. I'm girl. You can, oh, you can live in your truth, but living in your truth can also get you whopped. If you, and I don't mean Cardi B and Megan Watts because that's a don't big one, mean that WAP. <laughs> no, but you can live in your truth, but that's not an excuse anymore. And just because mm -hmm. you are living in your truth does not mean your truth is not inherently hurting people or is not inherently keeping these systems that are keeping people down and truly killing people. That your mm -hmm. truth is not complacent to that. Okay, girl, live in your truth, but I'm also going to call you out if your truth is coming against my life, by the way. And I'm going to challenge if that's really your truth. That's what I was going to say. I was, I think all yeah. of us, every single one of us have a lot of work to do with what truth truly is. We've all been brought up on many lies. We've all been trained on what lies are, our entire minds, bodies, actions. All of it is, yep. was based on a lot of lies, which means a lot of the things that we think might be true are not the truth. So yeah <laughs> like i just had to swallow that myself i was like that take that yeah. in, nicole and that's yeah that's the rockiness that we're a lot of the things that we accepted as truth we are now understanding as lies mm -hmm. and that we were complacent and that we were made to believe that we either weren't perpetuating harm against others or that we were doing the best when actually other corporations are exercising uh -huh. harm against others and, and again yeah, our compassion and our love for all of those. And now what are we going to do about it? That's the question. Mm -hmm. Are you going to yeah. sit in the corner and say, woe is me. Oh my gosh, the lot. Okay. Well, I'm going to sit in my truth and I'm going to make sure my truth is, is my truth is still giving this, you know, yoga lesson. And my truth is still, you know, going to this school and, and going to this. And my truth is still giving my money to this company that I know is, supporting this candidate that I don't approve or I know that their mm -hmm. money is going to something that really doesn't sit well in my heart you have the choice to continue using that bank or going to that gym or going to that space or whatever you have the choice and you just have to live with it okay girl 
don't don't my whole thing is don't use spirituality and using oh i'm just living as my truth as an excuse to blind mm-hmm. yourself that's yep that no that's my no more soapbox no mm-hmm. more absolutely no more and i think that that's that yeah there's a lot of um it's i think it's it's our responsibility to take back the reins of spirituality and notice whether ultimately notice when you yourself is utilizing spirituality as a write-off for whatever it is you're doing so there's um, a huge part of it too is knowing no never i don't know we could go out for days for that so never mind <laughs> no, no i i think just again we're, we're gonna be just to end five times so drink every time they just end but I think I, where you're going and I feel the part that got me is don't use spirituality as an excuse for inaction, big mm. mostly. Don't use spirituality as a badge saying that you, you don't have an impact on something or that you can't have an impact. And this is where, again, it's duality. We're still, we still have a little bit of Libra season left where it's understanding that yes, there's a certain amount of things that we can't control. And yes, it is so important to care for ourselves first, because if we don't care for ourselves, we're not going to be able to care for others. And we are making choices every single moment of every single day. And whether you, of course, it's overwhelming to say, I'm going to uphaul and I'm going to change everywhere I've ever shopped and everywhere, everything I've ever read and everything I've ever watched. It's a lot. It's a lot, and I understand. Go through it at your own pace, but understand that just because it's overwhelming is no fucking excuse not to start Mm -hmm. now and not to start making those conscious decisions and starting to investigate those actions. Start investigating, again, we say where your money's going. What institutions are you buying into? Where their monies are going? Monies, where their money bags be (laughs) Where their money. No, and exactly. Yeah. And understanding your part and sitting with the grief, sitting with shame, sitting with guilt that might come up and beautifully transmuting that and healing that, but sitting with it and understanding that we are all, we have all been tricked into being cogs of this machine and spirituality. We can take the reins back. You said, and ensure that it is both the most highest, beautiful, loving light, all vibration high vibe yes and it is a great magical force that very well can change how this earth is operating it's Mm, both absolutely and i think that that's the little bit is that if you identify as being a spiritual person yes it's it's ultimately creating more love and light and beauty and yes spirituality is going to create that but also know going in that spirituality is not easy. It is not simple. It is not, mm-hmm. well, it is simple. We com- we complicate spirituality actually. <laughs> so <laughs> spirituality is extremely yeah. simple. We complicate it, but it is also, there will be times when we are uncomfortable when being spiritual. We are, we might be like, oh, if I were to just care for myself right now because with the idea that when I care for myself everyone else is going to gain it's okay but are you utilizing that in the right way maybe right now you need to push yourself a little bit and be uncomfortable and make choices that are actually greater for everyone in the greatest good right now and not utilize those little those little buzzwords 
and not not utilize spirituality as a cop out, but for a reason to go deeper and to lean in and to learn about yourself on who about who you truly are. Yeah, who you are. And I think and I, I love that why how Morgan put what do you, what do you actually believe in truly yes. in your heart and your spirituality? What again, this is moving from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. What do you actually believe in your heart of hearts when you tap into your soul? And how is that reflected in your life? And if those don't match up, then we got work to do. Got some work to we do. We all do. We all do. Oh, mm-hmm. we all we all do. And uh, I'll speak for myself. I'm a, I, I can assume that you feel the same, but I just feel so grateful for having this space to reflect and share and mull over these really dense, difficult topics. But to know that at least, if we're speaking about it, at least if we're sharing that it's out there and it's for other people to also reflect in their own way and to hit their own hearts in a different way and their souls in a different way. And I just know I'm, this gave me a whole other resurgence of yeah, what, how I can act, how I can act and, Oh, what do I even say? How I can mature in my spirituality, I'll say that, how I can mature Mm. in my spirituality and how I can continue observing the white supremacy and the capitalism that is within me and how I can affect change and hopefully break those motherfuckers down in the world that I am so grateful and so honored to be a part of. Mm. Yes, absolutely. I think this has helped. I 100% agree with all of that. This whole talk and realizing coming out with this cherry that to be spiritual is to take back control of take back control of your self and your own power and to continuously hold yourself accountable and keep bringing yourself back to integrity and knowing that integrity is a practice. And again, identifying what I actually believe and making sure that my actions align with that. It's a practice. So it's, it's amazing that we get to do this together. It's, it's so beautiful. Thank you all for being Mm. on the other end of this conversation. Please reach out to us. We have our Gmail for your conscious consideration at gmail.com. We have our Instagram now that we're posting, please share with us any revelations or any questions that you have for us. Cause again, we, we are not pretending to be the experts on any of this. We are just being the experts on ourselves and our experience and sharing that with you. And if you enjoy, please rate, review, subscribe, all of that good stuff, share so we can continue building our community that we are so, so grateful and honored to be building and to, yeah, just be leading in this way. And I love this. I love, everybody on this call i love you nicole Mm. what a beautiful chat this is good keep your spirits up as you're diving into (laughs) this if you are a spiritual person and you feel you you have a lot to think about know that we're with you and we're thinking about the same stuff and we're in this together so we love you love you we will be with you all next week. Have hmm. a gorgeous week and stay sane. Stay sane. <laughs> Try to anyway. <laughs> Bye everyone.